All right, guys, welcome to Like Minds Podcast. This is this is the this is our first podcast. How exciting is that? It's very exciting. This is something that uh, we've been wanting to do for quite some time. Uh, initially, we were just talking about this. Initially, Like Minds wasn't going to be a podcast. It was actually going to be a video interview series. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, when we were playing this out about a year ago, some complications with executing on it came up. We mm-hmm. we I had moved away. Yeah. Uh, I was living an hour away, so it was really hard to get together and do anything uh, like that. But I just moved back into the same town as my friend Adam here, and uh, we brought that idea up. We were like, "Well, like minds. That was a that was a cool idea. What if we uh, what if we revisited that? We ended up um, coming up with uh, turning it into a podcast because we like to talk." For sure, and so. <laughs> you know, a lot of times uh, there's there's been multiple times that uh, Josh and I have been up till seven a.m., eight a.m. in the morning. Oh yeah, talking about men I remember them days. Just about everything. So uh, you know, we 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 hope that we can keep you guys entertained with some of our discussions, and you know, hopefully hopefully you guys can learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the goal of this podcast is to just connect like-minded people, uh, and it starts here in this room. Being Adam uh, consider ourselves to be like-minded people. We have an interest in learning and furthering understanding uh, in uh, in things pertaining to entrepreneurship, business, self-development, and that's pretty much where this starts. is uh, is just conversations with a friend, and eventually we want to connect and um, have conversations with other people. So that's really the really the goal of this uh, of this podcast. For sure. Mm-hmm. In this particular episode, we are going to be talking about MVP, uh, minimum viable product. Uh, me and Adam are both entrepreneurs. Adam has a we, we consider it a software software startup. startup right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Called Cyron. I'm co-founder of a media company, Broke Boy Media. So, and then I've also, uh, I, I also run a company with my father as well. So, you know, me and Adam are working together on this. It's looking like I'll be doing the editing and boy, do I have my work cut out for me. Me and Adam can't keep a straight face and we oh. rarely can talk for five minutes without just joking <laughs> about something, something ridiculous. So I hope that doesn't hoping, show. Hoping this gets better with time. Like yeah, anything. I hope that doesn't show through too much in the uh, in the podcast. But we're having a good time. I'm For enjoying sure. this, um, sure. and we hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right. So today we're talking about we're talking about MVP. Adam, tell us what that is, man. So MVP stands for minimum viable product. So minimum viable product is basically the very minimum uh, product that you build whenever you're thinking about building a company or even starting a new endeavor for that matter. It's very easy for us as founders to get caught up in uh, the, the ideology of building some type of masterpiece where you know you want it to be perfect and you, you want to address every single customer need that you possibly can. But uh, this definitely has some negative implications. For example, uh, a masterpiece like this could take months to build. And when you build something for months like this, uh, you then aren't able to even figure out if you're able to sell the product in the first place. So minimum viable product is really just 
a very, very scaled down version of what you are trying to achieve. And it does need to contribute some type of value because uh, it's this product that is first going to get into your user's hands. And uh, when you give it to the user, they're gonna tell you exactly why it sucks because more than likely your, your first product is going to suck. But uh, you, know, you then get the feedback and you iterate on your idea to then build a product over time versus building a good masterpiece product that you don't even know if you can sell yet that might take six months. So that's kind of the idea that we wanted to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we're starting, me and Adam are both um, uh, entrepreneurs. We both have our own companies. And so we're starting from that point of, you know, a minimum viable uh, product. But I'd like to uh, discuss in a little bit what that means just to, that just that idea and that principle. Um, they, and just going through each word, minimal viable product, what is the least, basically the least that you can do and still bring uh, value. For sure. Uh, I think that's something that is, uh, important to exercise in business. So that's a great definition. Uh, I, sure. and I'm, Thank I'm you. not too savvy on like, uh, business terms and, and stuff like that. So I'm glad that, uh. Glad that we have you. <laughs> Glad that we have you here. It's all just terminology so, when it comes down to it. You know? yeah, it's more I, the idea. Yeah, and I wanted know. so for um, as far as like what that looks like from a business standpoint, I wanted to hear from you because with your company, uh, Siren, what is your guys' minimum valuable for sure valuable product? So first of all, let me talk about what my company did wrong, and over the last year and that was uh, doing the exact opposite of a minimum viable product. We were working on an application uh, for your iPhone where people would be able to buy uh, workout plans from people. And we had this like grandiose vision for the, the product, but we never even talked to anybody to see if there was a use case for the product yet. We never even really reached out to 10, 20 people on Instagram saying like, hey, would you use this? Would you try and sell your plan on this? So. It never really uh, transpired into anything, but uh, you know, we, we definitely learned from that because we, we started building this and it, we were like six months into the development of this without ever even testing a use case or mm -hmm. ever even hearing from any users. So that was a big uh, learning experience for us. So on our next venture that we decided to pursue as a company, we really tried to focus in on what minimum viable product meant for us. and. What my company is currently doing is we help coffee shops, restaurants, and breweries obtain customer data through the Wi-Fi. So, for example, when you go into like a coffee shop and you try and use the free Wi-Fi, you're prompted to enter your name, phone number, and email. Mm -hmm. This is then building a marketing list for the business that they can use for SMS marketing, which is really growing. And we're gathering uh, customer footfall analytics. So when you're coming in, how long you're staying, and if you're in enough areas, if you're in enough uh, venues in a particular area, then you can aggregate the data together and see some you know, meaningful insights when you look at the data. So that's kind of what we're doing now. But uh, when building this product, we really, really focused on MVP. And for that, that was literally just getting some software on a router that would collect this data. I mean, we, you know, we're talking about, we can do these data analytics, we can send out text messages. But we, haven't, we hadn't even built the uh, web portal to view the data analytics mm -hmm. yet before we actually started selling. Right. And so, so, so that's like, and, and now that you consider, um, 
I believe the product is called Numbrella, right? For sure. So you yeah. can consider that uh, Wi-Fi data acquisition um, your your MVP. Yes. Um, and that's and so to get back to uh, to the point, you're saying that that's what you should have started with instead of the um, that other app that you were talking about. Because overall, your company is aiming to just develop software develop apps that could you know yeah as as big as uh you know as as they may be but you 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 guys decided to find that that thing that you could just keep making right yeah and the reason why we really jumped on umbrella is because uh we saw it as a very very quick path to revenue which our other application that uh pathway to revenue was nowhere near as uh I guess visible at the time right there was you know that entailed getting a lot of users to make profit but uh with this new idea an umbrella where we were able to really you know fast track our way to, to revenue which we we did successfully in you know six weeks hmm. so to give you guys perspective whenever you're thinking about what what is your minimum viable product and how long you should be taking on it uh a minimum viable product should take weeks not months Right. Uh, you don't want to take months to build your your MVP. You you want to get it done in weeks, and you want to start selling maybe even before you even build. Mm-hmm. I've been to multiple networking events in Chicago, talking to other entrepreneurs, and there's people talking about their ideas of a company actually together with other founders before they've even ever written any lines of code or before they ever have done anything from a legal perspective. They're just trying to get feedback on their idea to see is there a use case and does this make sense to pursue, you know? Yeah, no, that makes a, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, companies, I think when, especially when you're young, cause I've, you know, I've been, um, I've had entrepreneurial friends. I want to say like my whole life, like it was just everybody I hung out with always had a big idea and it wasn't until like I got older, um, and started really understanding how being an entrepreneur worked that I understood like the value or even the concept uh, of an MVP. Just the way that I, I view it is something that you do to just keep um, just keep going. And I think it, uh, this concept is definitely missing to people who have an interest in um, content creation uh, and, uh, and kind of like the media industry because we don't really think of what we do um, as a product because we're doing something creative. Um, I have a media company and we do a, we, well, we do music videos and we do full video production. And those are kind of, uh, those are kind of like those big idea products. Those are the ones that like you want to have the highest quality for, for sure. uh, but to keep just traction and to stay going and stay creative, we do a weekly vlog. And what we found was the, to do that, was to to figure out what can we do every week not how do we make this like how do we make a vlog a movie every week Mm -hmm. how do we just make the best (laughs) vlog that we can every week and that um so not only like in in terms of like revenue and and cash flow it also is good for traction morale and um just keeping just keeping your company moving forward if you have and and keeping your audience engaged yeah exactly i think Especially when it comes to, uh, like, if any of you guys have ever thought about starting a YouTube channel or mm-hmm. something, I think it's mm-hmm. more. And well, real quick, I'd, I'd like to. Uh, we're we're experimenting with 
MVP or MVC, we'll call it minimum valuable <laughs> content yeah. uh, with this podcast, Like Minds. Um, this is a, an idea that we've had for a while, but once we decided that we were going to actually start recording these, we were like, well, what do we have? How can we do it? We did somewhat of a little test last week, and then now we're here recording the first one. And we, we, we haven't spent years just mm-hmm. working on it and, and, and we waiting for equipment. And, and we haven't like done years or months even of research of, or what are we going to talk about? You know, this is kind mm-hmm. of on the fly and any value that we can really contribute, you know, we're, we're down with. I really think that this concept of minimum viable product especially applies to YouTube uh, content creators. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you... That- I've never heard anybody talk like it because I know a lot of creatives and I know a lot of people trying to do stuff like this. This is a conversation we never have as creatives. For sure. Like you always, I've heard so many times people who have this great idea, you know, for a YouTube channel or even a podcast or whatever, but you know, they spend so much time thinking, how can I make this perfect? It needs to be Mm -hmm. perfect as soon as we launch. It needs to be, you know, have great uh, customer interest right off the bat and it needs to grow right off the bat Mm -hmm. and i think that that is the wrong approach especially when you with a youtube channel um i i personally think it's more important to keep creating content and uh you know really stick to a quantity over quality not to say that your your youtube uh, Mm -hmm. videos should be bad quality you should do the the bare minimum with the you know quality audio video things like that but don't get caught up with in the idea that uh you know this needs to be like studio quality, uh, mm. like studio quality movie every time you put it out. You know? Yeah, and that's something that hinders so many creatives. And like, man, if there's one thing I could, like one message I could get across to creatives, it's just like, just post that thing. Like, sure. just do it. And, and, that's, and that's not to say that I don't struggle with perfectionism. I think we all do. But uh, having conversations and trying to figure out what a minimal viable uh product or piece of content is uh something that you know you can keep making get you on the path to get to those bigger uh ideas you know for sure it's not that you know with the idea of mvp is not that you keep making just that product it's mm-hmm. that you iterate you iterate on it uh, and I, I can give you an example um, multiple times with my own YouTube videos, I've had people reach out to me and give me feedback on the videos and I've taken their feedback into consideration and I've iterated on what I'm doing. Yeah. An example of that is when I first started out, I wasn't having any uh, like music back background tracks mm-hmm. in the background and someone reached out to me and said, hey, I think it'd be cool if you added this in. So I added that in mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I think that the outcome was, was valuable. Another thing is uh, last week when you and I uh, were testing for the podcast, we made a video talking about how the middle class views money. I had at least you know three to four people who I never even talked to really reach out to me saying like, "Hey, this was your best video. I really like this podcast style of content that you know you guys are doing. Definitely keep that up." So this really goes to show that you know even if your product isn't great at the beginning, your users will will tell you that it's not great yeah and they'll tell mm-hmm. you exactly how they think it can be uh, improved upon or any problems that it's currently giving you mm-hmm. you know then you take their consideration into into mind and you iterate on your design building a better product over time rather than mm-hmm. trying to fabricate this idea of a perfect product in your head because even if you could uh 
fabricate a perfect idea in your head, it may not be what your users want or what yeah. your audience wants. Mm -hmm. You know, you have no idea. You haven't tried it yet. You haven't gotten their feedback. This is just all in your head. You have no idea what they actually want. Mm -hmm. So this this also you know points to the importance of the of the MVP. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? When we were talking about uh, the first topic for the podcast, um, and we came up with talking about MVP, uh, I like the idea of talking about well, one just talking about MVP because that's a good conversation to have. Then translating that to the concept of MVC, minimal uh, valuable viable uh, content for content creators. But I think the principles also apply to just everyday life when you're like, say, you're picking up a new hobby. You need to, uh, or at least the idea of testing and iterating on sure. things. If you want to pick up golf, I would recommend that maybe you buy some used clubs mm -hmm. or maybe even borrow some from a friend and go, you know, play nine holes or hit a range before you pay for a $10,000 country club membership. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have the, this grand idea of you're, you're going to be the best. Uh, recreational golfer in your town and you go out and you say, and this happens a lot like and especially in America like there you always see people will get like the most expensive equipment gym oh, yeah. equipment for sure uh, golf equipment whatever whatever they're about to do and then they do it the first time they're like oh I don't even really like this yeah and this uh, really gets me thinking about people working out in the gym or yeah. people mm -hmm. with New Year's resolutions in the gym or even with diet. Uh, I think if you can apply this MVP idea to, you know, let's say working out or diet, I think that would definitely, you know, help mm -hmm. many, many people out. And the reason I say that is how many times do you hear somebody saying like, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym five times a week, you know? out of nowhere they mm. haven't gone in two years right. and now all of a sudden you're gonna go five times a week right like that's not how habits mm. work yeah you're gonna go five times in the week in the first mm. week maybe right but after that you're gonna fall off because you're like man what the heck i can't right. i can't even deal with this i'm not used to this you know mm -hmm. so, so what's your mvw your minimum valuable your, your, workout your mvw you know? would be if you aren't working out at all would be okay how about i try and work out two times a week mm -hmm. let's see Let's see how this goes. And then iterate on that. And then iterate on that. Oh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. Two weeks, it, it fits into my schedule. Or two days a week fits into my schedule. Well, well let me try three days a week, mm -hmm. you know? And then, and then go from there. That's that's much more valuable than trying to go five times a week and quitting after two weeks, you right. know? Mm -hmm. And whenever you're doing something like this, especially this ties in like so well with, with dieting and working out. Whenever you're making some big change in your... Uh, your habitual, uh, you know, things that you do throughout the day, it's so important to include flexibility. Mm -hmm. Flexibility <laughs> will improve the adherence to whatever you're trying to implement into your life. Mm -hmm. So if this is a diet, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of diets that are ridiculously strict. You can't have X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. or you die type thing, you know, because that just makes it so much harder to stick to. So it's okay to have the cookie sometimes. It's okay to have the ice cream sometimes, as long as it's uh, only sometimes, you know? Yeah. Just just building that mm. flexibility into whatever you are trying to build into your life will mm. strongly improve the adherence. Absolutely. You know? um, I'm glad that we got this podcast started. I'm excited 100%, about this. man. So um, am I. Uh, and, and, and one message that I want to constantly push is 
to have conversations because that's primarily what you know these are it's exactly. i'm sitting down with a friend and just talking about it and we just so happen to be recording so that maybe if somebody else can find value in this then terrific but the the value that i'm getting out of it is the conversation with a friend 100%. and i think that's something that we <clears throat> i think that's something that we underestimate just the power of just talking about ideas and sharing ideas and um and that's incredibly important have you ever heard of uh what's it called the human colossus yeah you were yeah. telling me about that this is an idea that i once read about in an article on elon musk's company mm -hmm. um it was talking about uh Neuralink. you ever heard of that okay. for for you guys that don't know elon musk is trying to uh basically allow the human brain to interface with technology through this company called Neuralink. And I, I read this article about uh, what he's doing with Neuralink. And it, it mentioned this thing called the human colossus. <clears throat> and really what this is, is the it really demonstrates the ability for humans to share information in a very uh, effective manner that allows people to iterate not only on their own ideas, but also the ideas of other people. So. Uh, what happened a long time ago was, you know, the only way that people could share ideas uh, with other people was through talking, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can definitely share a lot of ideas through talking, uh, as we're doing right now. But a huge game changer that happened in humanity was the ability to write things down on paper. So now, not only can you share things with your peers around you, but you can share ideas with people that you know grow up a thousand years from now and it's this huge pool of of knowledge that is you know almost in this this database called the uh human colossus that really sets humans apart from other animals you know mm -hmm, absolutely and you know just being able to share these ideas is is huge for being able to innovate mm -hmm. on on things that people in the past have created mm -hmm, absolutely well I think uh, I think this is a really good first cast. I think so too. Really good first pod. Um, to recap, uh, we were just talking about MVP, minimum viable uh, product, and I'd love to start some conversations. I'm not. We're we're just starting this. So I don't know what the. Um, so we don't really have like a like minds social media, but you can connect with Adam. Uh, at what's your Instagram? It's uh, C U C U P A C. You can also just search Adam Kuklich on YouTube and you can uh, follow my YouTube channel there. Absolutely. And then you can connect with me, Josh Allen Media, on all uh, social media platforms. And let's talk. That's the, my goal for this is to have conversations that uh, with people that I otherwise wouldn't. That's my goal for the podcast and that's uh that's really what i'd like to do for uh, sure while we're on that topic what's what's a goal for your for the podcast but what's something you want to doesn't have to be big something you want to want to happen a goal for me is i'd like to i'd like to have conversations with people about uh what they're doing so so like-minded individuals not necessarily in the area but anywhere i'd like to mm -hmm. get to the point where we can have conversations with them uh exchange ideas with them and and learn from each other really you know mm -hmm. i i think 
really the one of the biggest benefits of having conversations with other people is the knowledge that you can acquire from that and really learn. So I'm, I'm really looking at this whole podcast as a learning experience. Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. I think that's, I think we'll end it there for sure. I appreciate you guys for listening. For those of you who, who did, um, you can get this podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts, um, and tell your friends about the, about this, you know, we, we really appreciate you guys supporting us. Mm -hmm. We are also going to be doing, uh, you can watch the podcast on YouTube. We will set up a YouTube channel for like mine so that you can see, uh, if you're someone who likes watching our stupid faces <laughs> you can sure. you can go uh on youtube and see it but yeah thank you guys for listening uh we'll see you guys in the next pod peace